you have a concern that younger children will not have the patience to hear the giraffe talk. Right, and that they might just take a shortcut or go through the motions and, and kind of read it, kind of play it out as a script. So I'm curious, how, and is there any shortcuts that they can... <laughs> I, find that, I find that four-year-olds learn this process much faster than adults, and much deeper, at a much deeper level. I have experienced that too, but some of them are, are just uh, doing the motions. Yeah, but I get the same with adults. True. So then it's, it's real test in sharing this to make sure that people have the purpose of it in mind. And that's not easy to get across to most people. That's why I keep repeating the purpose is not to get people to do what you want, but to create the quality of connection that everybody's needs get met. That is a radically different story than most of us have been taught. We have been taught there's a right and a wrong way to do everything. The authorities know what's right. If you want to make it in this world, you have to do what the authorities think is right. That's the story we've lived under. So now this is a radical paradigm shift. But I find four-year-olds get it easier than the adults. Excuse me, I'd like to jump in here just a second, Marshall. Where are you? I see you. Right here. Right here. Um, we, uh, we did promise people a break, and I am torn by the uh, intense discussion that I'm enjoying very much, and I see that other people are, and the need for people to maybe take a stretch break. So I am wondering, I'm asking all of you, if you wish to continue and not have a break at this time until 1 o'clock, or if you would like a break. And uh, I need some kind of show of hands or something to let me know if you would like a break or not. Uh, let, me, let me clarify that, please. If you would like to continue, would you please raise your hand so that I can see? All right, that looks pretty darn near unanimous. Now, now here we have an important key differentiation to make. Do we want to function by the tyranny of the majority or consensus? Now, here's how we can arrive at consensus. I've been developing skills for with a group this time. Okay. Is, uh, I'd like to see a show of hands by any idiot who would not be willing. <laughs> Seriously, if we say... If I'd like to see a show of hands, and then we think that because 51% would be willing, that's what I call the tyranny of the majority. I would, what I like to do is this way. I'd like to see a show of hands by anybody who would not be willing to take a break. And if so, what you would suggest we do for those who would want to take the break? Yes? I don't want to take a break, and other people who don't want to take a break, can we sit and continue having a dialogue? So you would hope that those who want to stay could stay. Would that be all right with the people who want to go? Then what would you like, or want to take a break, what would you like of those who want to stay? Short break. Yeah. Um, I love your music. Um, the thing that um, I have, the thing that's most valuable for me is learning about the things where I'm all confused. And like your music is like a warm fuzzy and I love it, but I could, how about if you played music while people who want to take a break took a break? And there's, there's evidence that people actually get more out of things if they take short breaks. And so I'm is not, anybody, I'm totally is anybody uncomfortable with that? A show of hands, anybody uncomfortable that during the, the break I do some music? And uh, what makes you not have a good taste about music? <laughs> I'm striving to get the consensus. <laughs> How about that we take a five minute break and I'll start in again in five minutes even if I'm the only one here. Okay. <laughs> During uh, the break, uh, I had a discussion with 
two people, two different people on a similar theme about how much problem some people have in being able to say what's alive in them, what they're feeling, what their needs are. Just what a paradigm shift that is when you've been... See, I went to school for 21 years. I cannot recall ever being asked what I was feeling or what I was needing. Not once. I tried it. For years now, but can I recall one time when anybody ever asked? The closest that I ever got to that question is I, I spent a good deal of my schooling in the principal's office. <laughs> and the closest to that, I heard this, why did you do that? But that's, he wasn't really trying to find out my feelings. Anyway. So what if Big chore it is. Well, a, a woman that came to my training, she was not able to express her feelings. She saw how her family wasn't going to it. Oh, was it scary for her to think of expressing feelings. It just wasn't done in her family. When she started to do it, uh, she saw what a different world it was to be in touch with life within herself. And she wrote this song called Good Morning Pain. Good morning, pain. I never thought I'd welcome you again. I never thought I'd long for you and search for you in vain. But when you went away, I walked the desert with no rain. And I'm so glad to have you back again. Good morning, pain. Good morning, tears. I never thought I'd long for you to rise. I never thought I'd miss your misery blurring in my eyes. When you ceased to flow, the springs of joy also went dry. I'm so glad to hang my head and cry. Good morning, tears. Good morning, love. I had to learn you never come alone. And when I shut out hurting, something in me turns to stone. Be in touch with tenderness, I bear my blood and bone. And I'm so glad to have you back again. Good morning, pain. Good morning, joy. Good morning, love. Yes, way back. I have a request for assistance with my affliction of myelitis. Okay, you've come to an expert on it. I have a severe case. <laughs> it appears after listening to all of this that, that thinking my jackal ears were off of my head, they appear to be on. Most of the time I do hear demands coming at me throughout the day with, with much of my immediate family. Yeah. And what I, I do have a desire to change this cycle, but I guess it's the first step that I still need help with. It's that first moment when I hear the demand and what I do is close the door. Yep. And, and so I just need help with that first step. For me, I, that's, I have to give myself empathy, self-empathy. First, I recognize it by the feelings. I'm usually angry, irritated. That, so I stop. Anytime I'm angry, I love it because it tells me I'm not connected to life in the way I want to be. So the anger is valuable. It gives me a chance. Of, it's like a wake-up call. Hey, Marshall, you're not alive. See, I used to think that adrenaline in your system, you were really alive. Now I define life different. I define life not more just having some chemical adrenaline in my system. To really be connected to life. What are my needs? What are the needs of the person in front of me? So the anger tells me, 
I'm not there. I'm hearing a demand or I'm hearing a criticism or I'm making one. So I just enjoy the jackal show that's going on in my head. So how, how might that look? So you be the other person. What do you say that I hear as a demand? Well, I'm going to go back to the gate. Yeah. And, and I, I'm just going to say, <coughs> I've told you a hundred times to lock I, I'm the already gate. lost. See, I'm already lost. All I have to do is see that look. I told you. I'm already, I'm angry. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. You know, I'm, uh, here's the jackal show going on in my head. You look like every damn teacher and parent I've had when they were angry. And I, I feel about the same joy in thinking of doing whatever the hell you want me to do right now as I did for them. That's all going on in me, real fast, something like that. So, I just enjoy the Jackal Show. I am very, that enjoying the Jackal Show is good for me and it's good for the other person, because then I know it's not them that I'm upset with. That this has nothing to do with that, that this stimulus, but that's in me. So that's a big step then I don't see them making me feel upset. It's, I see the jackal show. Then I take a deep breath and I see the need. See, all jackal shows are horror movie descriptions of needs. So after I've enjoyed the horror show, I see the beauty, the beautiful need behind it all. Oh my gosh, I have a desire to do things when I choose to do it and not when I feel forced to do it. Not when I feel the person is going to cut off love if I don't do it. They're going to punish me if I don't do it. <sighs> then I can empathize with the other person. So you're feeling kind of desperate of what you need to do to get your needs met. I can see the beauty in their needs now. And I'm much more likely to do it. Does that answer your question? Yeah, that felt different. Felt good. Now, I told you that my partner once said, you could read demands into a rock. And that came out of our deciding that whenever that was going on inside, she said, would you share that with me? Just, just share what's going on. And so, and, she, and it was good that I did that, because she liked that, to hear that that's all that was going on. Because when that's going on, non-verbally, I give off pretty scary things. So it was a, pleasant, it was a pre pleasure to her to hear that all of that was going on. But after about three times in an hour when I was in my, my maleitis and hearing a demand, then she said, my God, you could read demand into a rock. <laughs> and I thought about that, and that's when I said, only if I love the rock. <laughs> Want to get your mic? What? Oh, there's one up there, okay. I, I feel my heart pounding in stereo. <laughs> um, I, my, my partner, my, um, I really want for him and my family for there to be a connection growing between them. Yeah. Um, that feels like a need. I think I'm missing, I'm missing something. I'm not separating. <laughs> I keep getting angry. I make my request and he... Let me be him. I think we'll get at it quicker. Okay. I'll have giraffe ears. What could I do to make life more wonderful for you? I know it's hard for you to trust that I'm really sincere in asking that question. I really mean it. What could I do to make life more wonderful for you? Um, I would appreciate your, your willingness to come over every once in a while and just spend, spend time with my, with my family, with my parents and my sisters. Um, it would make it easier for me to do that if before you made the request, I heard what need of yours would be met. It's the need that makes giving juicy. To hear the request without the need, it's barren at best and a demand at worst. Uh, um, integration? I don't... Well, maybe that's if you can see all all human all hum, human beings have the same needs. So 
when we can really use a language that can connect people with our needs, it makes the giving more fun. But if we don't see the need that's being met, if it's just a request, doesn't make it joyful to give. So integration, I'm not sure. Okay. Well, I'm not sure what's behind. I'm, I'm wanting. Sounds like you really want. I got giraffe ears, so I'll help you. It sounds like you have a need for harmony. Harmony amongst the people that you care for the most. Am I understanding that? Yeah, that seems like that fits. Ah, so that's your need. So you really have a need for harmony. That would mean an awful lot to you, and it's very painful when you don't feel that harmony. Am I hearing you correctly? Mm -hmm. I got you. I got you. So that's why you'd like to know if I'd like to come over and be with you, with yeah. your family. Yeah. I'll need some empathy first, because I feel very uncomfortable around your family. My need for acceptance doesn't get met when I'm... You said that before. I've said that <laughs> And uh, so it's really terrifying for me to be there. How do you feel when I tell you this? I, I want that too. I want... Yeah, I want both. Sides. I want there to be acceptance. Yeah, but how do you feel when I tell you how uncomfortable I am because my need for acceptance isn't there? I think sadness. Yeah. When I see how sad you are and how deeply you want this, I'm quite open now to trying to figure out how to deal with my fear because I want to contribute to you getting your need met. And I also want harmony with your family. I want to get over my fear of Acceptance. Help me empathize with their criticism of me. Help me put on giraffe ears so that the things that they don't like about me now, I can see the beauty of it. Remind me, how are they judging me? Without going into too much detail. No, I don't need to detail. <laughs> just, just, I just need to know what they, they, just remind me of the judgments they make of me. I'm afraid. Um, I've heard you say you're afraid that you'll, you won't ever be forgiven. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, I see. They need empathy for their fear of what I did. They're still needing some empathy for that and reassurance that I've learned from that. Is that what you mean? Yeah, and I'm still needing empathy for how painful it is that people see me and they don't forgive me for that. So we both sides need empathy. They need empathy for how scared they are and how much they want to protect you. From, and I need empathy for what was going on in me when I did that so people don't see me as something wrong with me. So how do you feel when you see both sides needing so much empathy? I think overwhelmed. Overwhelmed, yeah. Yeah, well, just uh, talking like this uh, has given me some of the empathy I need. And I, with your help, what I'd like to do is just really hear their fear without seeing myself as a monster. I can really make that possible. empathy. <laughs> mm -hmm. I can't. That we keep that each, each part in myself. And you want so much for that, and it's, you're kind of worried about whether it could ever happen. Well, if you and I can have this kind of dialogue, I'm confident that I can develop my giraffe ears so that I can hear their fear without taking it personally. How do you feel when I say that? And if it's maybe more than we can handle, but maybe we can get a third sider to help us to create <coughs> harmony in the family, some outside giraffe to come in and help us connect with each other. That's another option. Okay? I have two items over here today. One is I have a need related to group harmony to know that the process 
with the mother and her children in homework that was interrupted before our break has come to resolution. Has it? So in your request is? My request is to either pick up where we left off or to know that's that that's not necessary. That's a wish. So the request might be to ask the people whether they were finished or not. That would, might be one possible request for you to ask them. Thank you very much. Yeah. Did you guys get finished, completed? Thing. I have a need for clarity with respect to anger. When you were 
having your interaction with the woman with the allergies to cats, it seemed to me that you were referring to anger as being toxic. And since then, you've referred to anger as being a healthy emotion. It's a healthy emotion because it tells me I'm throwing toxic energy into my spiritual and physical body. Spiritually, because I'm in the world that Rumi suggests is not a fun world to live in. When Rumi says, there's a place beyond right and wrongdoing, I'll meet you there. Anger tells us spiritually, I'm in that world of right and wrongdoing. And my body suffers because studies in the medical arena show a high correlation between the thinking that makes us angry and heart disease. So anger is a friend of mine. It tells me that I'm thinking in a way that takes me out of the world I want to live in. And it's also harmful to my body. So anger is not the problem. The thinking is the problem. The thinking that causes anger. See the difference? Um, I'm here on this side. I don't see you. You have to uh, raise your hand high. Right here. Hi. Okay. Um, I'm, I need to go back to the issue of um, when you, you're saying that if we communicate our needs, uh, there's a joy that comes with that. And, if and the that other that person receives it, if the okay. other person receives your needs, you'll see the eyes of the child receiving a present from Santa Claus. Okay. So my question is. When you're teaching or um, this, how did you help, especially men? I um, I'm seeing this a lot when I'm helping couples in yep. men, just to accept, to receive the need. And I'm hearing, you know, you have talked a lot about uh, the man's disease. <laughs> so, any recommendations about how to? help receive the need. How do I deal with men who have trouble hearing the needs as a gift? Yeah. I empathize with what goes on in them. When they feel the empathy, then they're open to learning how to deal with it differently. But if in any way they hear me judging them, they'll hear another demand. Because what I, I think what I'm seeing is that there is a lot of, um, there's a generational, issue of expecting that their needs are being met, but that they don't have to meet the other people's needs, and you have talked about that too. So. Not just the generational, but for 10,000 years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Many it's generations. That's exactly. Yeah. yeah. For so. 10,000 years, women should have no needs. Loving women have no needs. They, they suppress their needs for their families. Brave men have no needs. They're willing to give their life for the king, the flag, the president. So, real, mature, loving, good people have no needs. Needs are selfish. So you're saying that just by practicing empathy, you get there? <coughs> I'm saying showing people a more fun way to live, they'll do it. If I empathize first with why it's hard for them to see it to see the more fun And then I do everything I can that I don't in any way imply there's something wrong with them for being like they are. That's why I use a stupid statement, like nelitis. That's a playful way of saying it. Mm -hmm. It's painful, but let's not get into thinking there's something wrong with us for feeling that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Marshall? Um, in the second row. Second row. I find myself in a conundrum repeatedly having to do with the way people smell and their personal hygiene at work and in my personal life. Look, why didn't you tell me this during the break? <laughs> <laughs> I thought this would be a more interesting forum. <laughs> where I feel any confidence that I'm going to get, create some connection with that person, 
I have managers asking me to go to coworkers to solve this problem because they think I'd be Come on, Vinny, and let's try it. Let's try it. Okay. I feel uncomfortable when I smell a strong body odor coming from you, and I would like, I would like to ask you to bathe and may I, change may, your may I suggest something to you? Yeah. Be, with a request like this, let's see two different kinds of requests. See. You're going to what I call the need fulfilling request. What the action, a need fulfilling request. Starts the way you did. I'd like you to tell me. If you would be willing. Too, and then you say, take a bath, a bath, whatever. So this is one kind of request. But I would suggest that we be conscious of perhaps the necessity before we get to this kind of request, to get to a request that deals with the connection that exists at this moment between ourselves and the other person. See, remember I said nonviolent communication tries to create the quality of connection that allows people to fulfill each other's request joyfully. But now, is the connection necessary, is the connection there that will allow this to happen? And if I have some doubts about it, then before I make this request, I might make one of two requests. I'd like you to tell me what you heard me say so I can see if I made myself clear. Because if the person has heard any criticism, Anything they do for me here, I'll pay for. Do you find sometimes there are issues, and maybe other people <coughs> in this room as well, that make it very difficult as a person really wanting to have that compassionate connection to even bring up the, the dialogue to, to be able to discuss this? Well, if it is scary, it's not because we're afraid of the other person. It's, we're afraid of how we will deal with their response. That's important to keep that separation. Because if you think that you're afraid of how the other person might respond, you'll become a nice dead person, afraid to reveal yourself. And you give all of your power to the other person. So we don't have to ever be afraid of how the other person might respond. We only have to be concerned with how we will deal with their response. I understand. But that puts our security in our hands. So one of the two responses is, tell me what you heard me say so I can see if I made myself clear. And the other, sometimes I might just want the other person to tell me how they feel about what I said. See, these two show me whether the connection is there to go here. Now sometimes I'm satisfied with this just from the nonverbal behavior. I, I, I don't see eyes like they heard a criticism or a demand. If I see already those eyes, then before I go here, I'll go here. So I would suggest here in this role play we're doing, go here. You see, so now what's your present request? You told me about your discomfort. I would like to ask you if uh, to bathe and- No, no, that's, you're going up here. So I'm saying before you go there, Check out what the connection is. With what you've told me your needs. Now check out whether I heard what you said. So I've shared with you what my need is, and I'd like to know what you heard me say so I can understand. Okay, you heard me say I stink. Okay. What the hell else could I hear of? You said it. It's very clear. You think I stink. I see you having a strong emotional reaction to what I said. <laughs> Do you want to tell me more about what you're feeling? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I stink. I wonder now, tell me this in giraffe. Say this. Dummy, that isn't what I said. Say that in giraffe now. Dummy, that isn't what I said. That's what your damn jackaliers heard, but that isn't what I said. Say that message in It giraffe. makes me sad to hear that that's how you received my message. It, how could I have asked how could I have communicated with you 
So that you wouldn't have How could I have made my feelings and needs clear so you wouldn't hear it as a criticism? How could I have made those feelings and needs clear without having to hear it as a criticism? What feelings and needs? The ones you just talked about? I didn't hear any feelings and needs. You said I stink. Would you be willing to hear my feeling and need again? Or Go ahead. Go ahead. I feel uncomfortable when I smell strong body odor coming from your body and clothes. Yeah. I feel nauseated. Yeah. And I would like... I've noticed now I haven't heard a need. I would like... See, it's the need that keeps the person from hearing. If they can hear the need... I need to ask you to bathe. No, that's... No. <laughs> that's a strategy. That's a strategy. See, I didn't hear the need. I heard the discomfort. Oh, I need to feel comfortable when I'm around you so that I can enjoy our interaction. You need to send the need for comfort, the comfort that isn't met when that when you feel that over. Okay. Now, pull me by the ears to hear that, because that's a difficult message for a jackal-eared person to hear. Yeah. It's very hard for them to hear somebody's feelings and needs without hearing the criticism. They've been programmed to hear criticism. So it's not easy. This seems like a simple little thing to hear that without hearing a criticism. Mm -hmm. But it's a radical paradigm. So pull me by the ears. Say, could you say that back? Could you let me know what you heard me say so that I can know if I did a good job communicating? You're uncomfortable when you, when you, did, you find that odor, you're uncomfortable with the odor, and you have a real need to be comfortable when you're around me. That's exactly right. Thank you for hearing what I said. I'm, I'm feeling better about this interaction now. How are you feeling? I feel a lot of feelings inside. If I was a Ted Giraffe ears on, I would say this. I feel sad because I want to contribute to your comfort around me in every way. I'm also feeling annoyed at myself because uh, I want to take better care of myself and do things like that, but I have this thought in my mind that I should take a bath more often and then when I think that I don't want to. And, uh, so I got a lot going on in me, but I'm glad to talk about it. It sounds like you have a lot of good reasons Because see, I 
there's another person. I could think that's all you wanted was just to say that. Because I didn't hear a request. I heard a wish. I thought I said a request. No, it's a wish. Um, you said I would like if you know when there's these decisions and so forth. That was a clear wish and what you'd like. Uh -huh. But it doesn't tell me, see, you're not living right now with me. It's, it's like you're telling me what's, what you wish. Yeah. I don't feel involved in the conversation. Oh, because it's in the future. Yeah. Okay. Well, the reason I was doing that is because what's like right happening coming down the pike. Uh, so what do you want from me? So well the other person, what do you want from me right now in relationship to that? Um, I'd like to know whether you heard. I'd like to know what you heard me say. That you're not being treated equally. Well, sometimes you treat me equally. Don't hold it. <laughs> I heard a criticism. You didn't make a criticism. You told me a mean, but I heard a criticism. Uh -huh. So now you're agreeing that you make a criticism sometimes. So you're getting lost now. Uh -huh. so you um, expressed a need, but I didn't hear the need. I heard the criticism. Well... Usually, I appreciate very much that you respect me. Um, I guess that sounds like a criticism too. Now here's what I would wanted you to say. I'd like you to hear a difference between my saying, you're not treating me equally, and my need for equality doesn't get done. Wow, I mean, it's like I can't even, I try to hear that, and it's like it won't go through my brain. <laughs> yes, yes, and most I of us are that out. way because it's a big paradigm shift. Yeah. You hear a difference between a criticism and a need. Okay, I mean, I need for you to say that again. Because okay. I'm, not <laughs> I'm not saying that you are behaving in a disrespectful way or you're not respecting me. I'm saying my need for respect doesn't get met when that happens. Well, I mean, it's like I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah. Yes, most I mean, there's too much Most people If your brain has been programmed to hear criticism, it's a yeah. paradigm shift to hear the difference between criticism and needs. So that's why it's so critical if, we're gonna, if we really want to live this way, that we be conscious of how many people are not going to be able to hear feelings and needs no matter how clearly you express them? And the more you ask people to tell you back what they've heard, the more you will continue to do it because you'll see how rarely we get understood when we speak a language of the heart in a world in which people have been programmed to speak jackal. Yeah, and that's exactly what's going on because he's totally, I mean, he's so well-intentioned, you know, and... You know, I can see it's cultural conditioning. So now if I had so. giraffe ears, I would have said this back to you. I would have said, so uh, your need for equality uh, would be met better if uh, uh, you would, if I were to involve you in this decision. Yes, yeah. yes, and, and involve me as an equal. Pardon? As an, as an equal. And so you have, have a, a need for equality. Be, yeah. Well, I mean, Your the person need for can be equality. Now, when you say treated as an equal, that gets out of need language. Oh. And it leads me to think that if your need doesn't get met, you're going to interpret me as not treating you as an equal. And if I think you interpret yeah. me as not treating you as an equal, I have no joy in giving to you. I have no joy in meeting your need for equality. To whatever yeah. degree I hear anything that sounds like an interpretation, it takes away the joy of giving to you. Well, the reason I said that is because somebody can be involved in the process, no, I, no, but not be treated as an equal. No, you're getting now into an intellectual discussion of that. I want you just to know how to stay with your needs. Okay. My need for equality would be better met if you did this. That's a, okay. that's need, a need my, and a request. Okay. My need for equality would be better met if we 
participated 50-50 in setting the agenda, sure. or if we consensed on setting the agenda. And so that would you be, would you be by, willing to do that? Yeah, and, and as time goes by, we, we update the agenda when we need to. Would you be would you be willing to do that? Okay. So there's a, a major difference between I don't see myself being treated as an equal and my need for equality isn't being done. A radical difference. And there's very few people that can hear a difference when they're on the receiving end. So we got to lead them, we got to help them see that difference, or else we can't really connect in yeah. a way that's going to promote compassionate Yeah. So first, we got to be sure we know how to say it clearly, the difference. We need to see clearly the difference, not see the person is treating us unequally. we got to be really focused on our need that isn't that. Know how to say it. But then also be conscious that that other person may not be able to hear it. So we got to check it out. And what's your request? tried that the other day, I found out there were some people told me they had their hands up. I just didn't see it. Well, I feel at a loss about how to... Where is, where is the speaker? Oh. I feel at a loss about how to communicate with somebody who may hear, can't, who may not hear the difference between my saying my need for equality is not being met. Well, I, I, let me go over then what I showed you, and then we'll get the microphone to others. The, what I said to you was, you got to ask people to tell you back what they heard. And then, if they didn't get it right, never say this. No. <laughs> never say, that isn't what I said. <coughs> never say, you're misunderstanding me. Never say that. Say this. Thank you for telling me that's what you heard. I'd like you to hear a difference between, and then you give them the two things you'd like them to hear the difference between, so they can see the difference. Okay. I'm first hearing that you got to get a mic. sensitive about it. You're aware that some people could hear it as a criticism rather than a gift. You see, if they hear the truth, it'll be a gift. I mean, if I can contribute to a person's comfort by taking a bath, that's not a big, a big thing to have to make somebody's life more wonderful. That's only not a gift if I distort it and hear a criticism. So, why would that not be a gift to tell somebody that you would enjoy the connection better if they took a back? It would only not be a gift if they heard the criticism. Okay, so then we have to make sure they heard the gift rather than a criticism or a demand. Is that dealing with your issue? Uncomfortable asking it, and so therefore it can come across as, as harsh. 
then, then this is very important. If you're scared about bringing it up, say that. Because unexpressed fear will almost always be heard as aggression. Say, I want to say something to you now, and I'm scared to death of it in any way being heard as a criticism because it's not, I'm not wanting to make a criticism. So, would you tell me quickly if you hear any criticism? So if the person knows that's what's the intensity behind that fear, then I think they're less likely to hear the criticism. Aggression is what I think. Hello, Marshall. Um, my name's Barbara. I would like to express to our 17-year-old son, who's in his senior year, and uncertain about his future, and I know he knows I'm terribly worried about that, and I've had a single-minded purpose um, about him creating plans. And I would like to practice with you a way to express to him my trust of his future choices when I am connected with him, when he's sharing what's going on with him. Don't say it, Mom. I'm the, the son with giraffe ears. Um, Gabriel, uh, I've been worried because of my need to connect with you. <coughs> We've talked in the future, in the past, about your future, and I really need reassurance that you know that I, I'd love to support you in any way I can, and I, I'm wondering if you would be willing to share with me how I could best support you um, as you go into the future. Could you give me more clarity, Mom, about like what, what are you wanting to say? What are you worried about more specifically? That, that was... I'm worried that you don't feel our, our, our support for you. So you want to know whether I feel any... Uh, yes. I do uh, have a fear, Mother, of bringing anything up because when I do, it doesn't look like you enjoy my pain. Like, as soon as you see me in any pain, like, you've got to fix it. And then I feel, if I don't have my giraffe ears on, I feel that it causes pain for you, and then I feel in double pain than I had to begin with. Could you tell me back what you heard me say, Mom? I'm hearing you say, Gabe, that when you want to express how you're feeling, that you hear or see pain, and that is not helping you express that. And then the, you not only hear, the, not only see pain, but then it looks like you are in a frenzy until you can figure out a way to fix things. So I'm not meeting your need for respect about your choices because you no, see that I'm worried. No, you're not meeting my need for you to enjoy my pain. You would like me to enjoy your pain? Yes. As that weird guy Marshall refers to empathy. That's, what he, that's how he describes empathic connection. But I need empathic. I would like you to tattoo on your hand, Mother, empathic connection before advice. So, empathic connection before fixing in any way. So you are really needing empathy and understanding and if you, if you feel that empathy and understanding, there may be a way for us to jointly and then, strategize. Yes, thank you. And then, I would like you, before you ever offer me any advice, I would like you to get, receive a request in writing from me, signed by a lawyer. <laughs> but that's what I want. That seems a little dramatic, Gabriel. <laughs> I'm wondering what your need is. What need of yours would be met by that request? For you to check with me what I want after the empathy, before assuming that I want advice or to be fixed or so forth. Um, so you, once I feel that, once that empathy has been shared with you, I would, you would like me to check to see that. With what Marshall calls, I would like you to check then for my post-empathy request, because after people get empathy, there's usually something else they want, and it's seldom advice. Uh -huh. So you, you'd like me to check in with you about what your needs might be after you received empathy, and not to assume Thank that you, it's Mom. advice. Thank you. How do you feel when I tell you? I I am grateful for you sharing this with me, and I'm still worried that I will fall back into old patterns that have made you feel unsupported in the past. 
then I could still deal with that even better, Mom, if before you jump in and give me the advice, you tell me your feelings and needs. So you would like to know what my feelings yes, and needs are you, before I give advice? Yes. If you were to say something like this, uh, when I hear you, I get real scared. and I just have a strong need to protect you in some way. You just told me that feeling and need rather than acting on it. Rather. Just to tell me that that's going on in you. And ask for me to tell you what I've heard you say. So then I can feel the connection. And then if you want to give me advice, get my permission for it. So say, there are some things, Gabriel, that I really am confident that if you do, it would make things easier for you. Would you be willing to hear them now? So if I saw the pain in you behind that advice, and then you got my, you, you checked out to see if that's what I wanted. After the empathy, keep in mind. After I get the empathy, then if you have that need, then I could probably hear that. So I would like to make sure that I've heard you correctly. Yeah. Can I repeat that? Please what I think I heard you mom. say? Yes. I'm hearing you say that that I, you would like to receive first empathy. That's my first. And understanding. Yeah. And then to check what you might be needing after you've received empathy. Thank you, yeah. And then thirdly, ask you if you would like to strategize or if I can offer. Um, now let me make that third thing a little clearer. I'm yes. saying that if you're in too much pain, really, to give me the empathy, you're just bursting over something that you feel that if I knew about it, it would make my life better. If you could at least say then, you know, Gabriel, I'm so tense right now when I hear this. I have such a strong need for your well-being. And there's some thoughts that I have about what could help you. Would you be willing to hear it? So if you're not able to empathize with me, at least that you say that and get my permission before you give me the advice. How's that? Yes, and I, I think I heard that more clearly that if I'm not able to empathize, I share what's going on inside Thank for you. me. Yeah. And then ask if you would be willing to hear some of my thoughts. Yeah, right, you're <coughs> right. yeah, thank you, Mom, for hearing that. Well, thank you for that clear process that will <laughs> hopefully be able to stay connected. I appreciate that. Marshall? Um, I, I'm experiencing, I keep experiencing like an overwhelming sadness and grief. Um, and I'm wondering if you would be willing to play the role of my partner. Yes. Um, my strategies for creating meaningful connections with within my family, with my partner and kids, uh, with, you and my kids with, with you and, and the kids, um, <coughs> has created the opposite of what I wanted. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm feeling overwhelming sadness and grief that I can't seem to let go of. I need meaningful connections with my kids and to be in a situation where where I like myself in in the relation to the people that I'm with, um, would you be willing to tell tell me how you feel about what I'm saying? Well, I want to be sure first that I have done it, and then I'll tell you how I feel. Okay. That in deep sorrow and grief because something you need a very strong need of yours for there to be harmony and understanding between the people you care for the most. Well, connection, my, my, my connection. Your connection. Them. Yeah. Your connection, yes. And that at the moment that that need is being met to your satisfaction. That's right. And you want to know how I feel about that? Yes. I'm feeling some relief if that's in there that we're talking about it this way. And of course I'm feeling sad because I have a strong need for that need of yours to be met. <laughs> Eager to hear whatever you would like from me that would meet, better meet that Um, I would like help in connecting with my kids, and would you be willing to help me express my mourning to our daughter? By help, you mean you want me to listen while you say what you'd like to say to her, and then give you some feedback if I could suggest other ways of saying it? <coughs> Okay, I'd be glad to do that. Thank you. I'm glad I'm getting checking out what you mean by help. Because if 
I hadn't gotten clear what you meant by that. I could very often have interpreted that away that wasn't what you wanted, done it, and then when that wasn't it, you getting upset, and then my feeling aggravated because I thought I was meeting your need. And this has happened a couple times between us. So I'm glad I'm learning to check out what you mean by it. Marshall, if we, if I continue this uh, process yep. with my partner, um, <coughs> I guess I'm needing some hope that I can get past the sadness and grief. It sounds like you're needing some empathy for just the depth of your sadness and grief. Yes. And your real fear about whether you'll ever really be able to connect with her in a way you like. Yes. practice how to deal with her. I'll be her with giraffe ears. Would that help? Okay. Okay. So I'm the daughter with giraffe ears. Mom, I'm hearing just how deeply painful it is for you that we're not having the quality of connection that would meet both of our needs for closeness, safety. Yes, and I get... Um, I get really scared that my uh, statements or responses will be interpreted in a negative way or in a um, blaming, fixing. So you feel caught in this dilemma. You want to be able, the connection you want us to have would require us to be honest with each other about what's going on. Yes. And you're feeling discouraged about whether you can do that and have it act and get understood. Yes. You're afraid it'll end up just the opposite. Yes. Instead of bringing us together, it will do what's happened at times in the past. It's separated us more. Yes. Yeah. And I'm so sad that in the past I didn't have these giraffe ears on. Instead of seeing just how deep it is in you, how much you want a loving connection. Instead of seeing that, I read in criticism. I feel very sad. I, I would have liked to have given you the empathy that you were needing, seeing the beauty in what you were saying. I really want to know, I really want to know how I can um, talk with you and share. Okay, let me show you how you can talk with me and share. You be me now when I'm at my worst. And I'll be you with you after. And I'll show you what I would like you to do. You got it? So you be me now. What do you say? I don't say anything. Are you feeling irritated with me and not comfortable telling me what's going on for you right now? Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know what you want from me. Ah, so that's irritating for you when you have a need for clarity, especially about what's wanted of you and you're not clear what it is. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, uh, what I want from you is just what's happening right now. <coughs> just to know what's going on in you. That's not my need. How do you feel when I tell you that? Uh, relieved. Uh, I thought I was supposed to say a certain thing and I didn't know what to say or um. and I'm so sad that I I can see I have some guesses as to how that could how I contributed to that. I can see that in the past by my not knowing how to express my pain as I would have liked to have, that it could easily be heard that you weren't doing the right thing. I'm so sad that I didn't know how to say that differently. Yeah I was thought I was doing the wrong thing and that you were judging me. How do you feel when I tell you how sad I am and I didn't know how to express my feelings differently? Are you done?
what it is you'd like from me? Just to know how you feel right now when I tell you about this depth of sadness that I would have liked to have expressed myself differently. Um, well, I still feel a little confused about um, uh, how, how to respond to what, what you need. Just what you're doing. Just telling me how you feel. I appreciate you, how you've been hearing what I feel. This is what I want from you, just this. That's all? It's a lot. I feel connected with you now in a way I've wanted to for you. It's a big thing for me to hear what's ever alive in you. It's a big gift. It meets a strong need of mine for closeness, for connection. As I say, I'm sad I didn't know how to ask for this differently in the past. <coughs> okay? Thank you. Yeah. I feel 